0: Welcome to the Quality of Life Podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life, with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Guys, welcome back to the Quality of Life podcast. This is Aaron Olson, your host, and I. If you grew up in the 90s and 80s like I did, there is one song that reminds you of exactly what we're going to talk about today. Alright guys, you're thinking about what I'm thinking about. You're thinking about friends. So today's topic, we are talking about all things friends. Think about your current friend group. Think about the last time you hung out with them one-on-one or in a group and think about the friends that you've grown apart from or the ones who've grown closer if you're like me, there's only one or two real friends and a lot of acquaintances, or maybe your best friend is your spouse, or a coworker, or maybe even a dog or a horse. Over the years, I have had friends that have come and gone, and some just grew apart, and some became just like family. And specifically, in the last year, some who I thought were my closest friends really had another agenda or weren't really my friends at all. So This week, we're going to evaluate your friends. We're going to talk about why your friends are so important to who you are and where you're going, and what types of friends you have now should have, and how to find new friends or say goodbye to current ones if that's what you think you need to do. And We're also going to find out how you can be the best friend that you can be. But first, I want to check in on your homework. So, The most important friend that you can have is yourself because you're always with yourself. And if you're anything like me, we can be so hard on ourselves and really not act like a friend at all. So last week, I gave you the homework to take a few minutes to look at yourself in the mirror and really like look at yourself. And I just wanted you to accept the fact that there is nothing wrong with you that needs fixing. When you stop constantly critiquing and judging and trying to fix yourself, you can become your biggest cheerleader and best friend. Okay, back to this week's topic, all about friends. We've all heard that you are the average of the five people that you are around the most, right? Well, what does that really mean? I think when Jim Rohn said this, he was referring to how much influence that those that are closest to you can affect how you think your self-esteem, and how you make decisions. As much as we don't want to admit it, studies prove that this is true. So what does it really mean? And how do we assess, address, and modify our friends list without being, uh, you know what? I hope to share what I have learned over the last few years and what I did right, and more importantly, what I did wrong, so that you don't make the same mistakes that I did. So first, why are friends so important? Friends are typically the person who you feel safe with when they are being vulnerable. They're the ones that you can vent to without worry. The ones who you have great adventures with and the one who has seen you crazy. You all know that friend. These people can offer advice. They can comfort you. You can bounce ideas off of each other or just relax with each other. These relationships are so valuable to your mental health as they allow you to be who you really are and with all your quirks and hangups. They also are there to celebrate with, to mourn with, and to help carry us through tough times. I have spent the highest highs and the lowest lows with friends and alone, and I can tell you that living life with good quality friends is a much richer life. So how do you determine if your friends are of good quality and good for you? Here are some questions to ask yourself about each friend. First, how does this person make you feel? Tune into your feelings before, during, and after your time together. Are you excited, apprehensive, or dreading a visit? And when you're visiting with them, is there an equal amount of back and forth, or do you or they do most of the talking? After you part ways, are you happy and refreshed, or are you exhausted and stressed out? Does this person tend to suck all of your energy out, or do you feel like they fill your tank? Do they interrupt you a ton? There's some feelings that are going to come up and if you just listen to them, they're going to really cue you into whether or not this is a good quality friend for you. And you know, I can remember when I used to bartend, I did it for a long time, ages ago, and there were a couple people who stick out in my mind that always left me feeling just wiped out when they left. Like they just came in and dumped all of their emotional crap on me and left each time they were were in the bar. And Conversely, there were some customers that I couldn't wait to see. They were always the life of the party, and they usually tipped a lot better too. (laughs) The second question that you can ask yourself about your friends, are they on the same mission as you, or do they share the same values as you? They don't have to be your twin by any means, but are they on a personal growth or fitness journey? Are they in the same stages of parenting or marriage as you? Do they have a similar goal as you? These can really clue you into whether they are a quality friend or not. Now, they do not have to have the same religion, gender, or political party affiliations as you, but they must share some similar values. The third thing you can ask yourself about some of your friends is, how do you spend time together? If it's someone that you visit often, what do you do when you're together? Do you do similar hobbies? Do you exercise? Do you have play dates? Are you going to the bar or a club? Or are you learning something together? If you mostly talk via the phone, what types of conversations do you usually have? Is it venting, consoling, gossiping, judging? Is it dreaming, planning? The quality of the conversation is definitely something to pay attention to. The fourth question you can ask yourself about some of your friends is, who usually calls to talk or get together? Who's putting in the effort? Does it seem equal or is it more one-sided? I know that I have had, quote, friends that only answered my call when they had something they wanted to talk about too. And I've also had friends who constantly backed out of getting together because something else came up. And that really made me feel second class or like I wasn't that important to them. The fifth question you can ask about your friends is, are they at a level that is above you? Are they kind of at the same level that you are? Or do they seem like they might be below you? And the sixth and most important question is this. Who are you when you spend time together? Do they lift you up to a higher level? Or are they constantly pulling you back down to their level? This question can really, really determine whether or not this person is your friend or just somebody that you know, and maybe they're using you. I don't know. These questions are really tough to consider, especially if your friends are family, loved ones, or if they are more narcissistic in their tendencies, because a lot of times they can make you feel like you are important to them on their terms only. And I know it's like a a buzzword right now is calling everybody a narcissist, and It is true that a lot of us do have narcissistic tendencies um, once in a while, but there are definitely narcissists who all they do is want to make themselves look good, and they don't really care about anybody else. And if you're dealing with a narcissist, there are some great books out there, and I urge you to go and get some help. In all of these questions, you have to be honest with yourself. And a special consideration has to be made if you are their boss or their employer I found out the hard way that when you are someone superior, some people just can't help but kiss your butt by pretending to be a friend of yours, and for a really long time too. When I left my last company, I was surprised to see that since I was no longer their paycheck, they no longer wanted to be my friend. It was heart-wrenching, and I don't want you to have the same experience I did because it left huge holes in my trust and my ability to make friends. You know, these questions are not for you to decide if someone is a good person or not, because there are a ton of good people out there who may not be the best person to be your friend. This is just to help you decide if they're a good quality and a good fit as a friend for you. Someone who you can rely on to be there when you need a hand or to team up with when reaching for more. I believe that most people have good hearts, but A lot of people get sucked into doing things that only serve their own best interests. After looking at those that are closest to you, are your friends a good fit for the person that you want to be? When I started growing personally and paying more attention to my goals, my dreams, and trying to become the best version of myself a lot of people started pushing back. Some said that I've changed and they didn't know who I was anymore. Some people accused me of being <laughs> too good for them or a goody two shoes. Some people blamed me for not being there for them. And some excluded me from gatherings or others picked fights or sided with other people against me. And some told me that I was never really their friend in the first place. So, I want you to be aware that not everyone is going to be on your journey forever, and that is okay. They would just keep you from becoming who you are called to be. I know I've said it before, but I believe everyone in our life is here for a reason to help us, to teach us, protect us, or to make us change. But not everyone is assigned to our destiny, and you have to be okay with that. Even family can become frenemies. My sister used to be my best friend, and now because of certain things that happened, we barely speak. I still love her, but we are just on different paths. And you know, I probably could have been a better friend to a lot of these people. And so really, one of the most important questions to consider is this, are you a good quality friend? What is your motive for each friendship that you have? These are the qualities that would make you a great friend. Listening as much or more than you talk, uh, following through on promises, being available to help out even when it's inconvenient, challenging your friends with love, forgiving their transgressions, you know, because nobody's perfect, not being jealous when friends are really blessed, or do you trust them and want to protect them and love them? 1 Corinthians 13 says it best, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongdoing, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres, love never fails. And that is what a friend is. All of those things listed there. So take a look at how you measure up as a friend. Maybe you are part of the problem, just saying. So what if you think one or two of your friends needs to be cut from your closest people? This is a very personal and important decision. If you feel like you are constantly dragging along a friend or if they don't get excited about your goals and dreams, it might be time. But don't just end the friendship cold turkey. This can create a huge amount of drama. Believe me, I know from experience. Here are some things that you can do. Start by responding slower and slower to calls or texts. Give no excuses, and that is the key. Just become a little less available to talk or to meet up. As you do this, be sure to fill the time that's freed up by doing things that they definitely wouldn't be interested in doing. And here is the best way to bow out of a friendship that doesn't serve you. Stop asking them about the things that you usually talk about or change the subject to something that's less emotionally charged. As you do this, they will naturally start to try to get their fix from someone who is more receptive. Now for the fun part. How do you make new friends? Making friends as an adult is a little bit harder than when you were a kid, and it actually takes effort on your part. Occasionally it'll happen organically or by accident, but usually you have to be intentional about it. The book How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is a must-read. I'm going to link that in the show notes so that you can go and get your own copy. And I really suggest that you listen to it because it is a game changer. But here are some ideas to get you started. First, get a mentor or join a mentorship group. These groups are chock full of like-minded people who are there for the same reason. I joined a group that was created by Ed Mylett and Andy Frisella called the Arate Syndicate, and it is definitely not cheap, but the friends that I have gained through this group are awesome and invaluable. Two, you could go to local events. Now, how do you find local events? You could check out meetup.com or Facebook events near you. Um, Just go into your Facebook, the more down at the bottom, and then click events, and then you can set your radius for where you want to go and get out there. I mean, yes, even if you are an introvert. All right. The third way you can go and meet new friends is to take classes in something that interests you. Check the local extension offices or schools or chamber of commerce, bulletin boards at like the local stores, and meet people learning the same thing. People who are learning together grow together, and that is a great way to start a friendship. The fourth way you could meet new people is to volunteer. The world needs so many volunteers, and it puts things really in perspective and gets the attention off of you, and serving together brings people together. It really does. The fifth way that you can go and meet new people is to get your butt to the gym. Everyone at the gym is goal-oriented. And maybe you could join either a small training group or um, one of their fitness classes, and that is a great way to meet new people who are thinking about goals and thinking about the future. Here is something to keep in mind when you're looking at your friends group. You should have some friends that are a, at a level or four above you and some that are at your same level and even one or two that are on the way up but below you. That way you can learn from those that are farther and above you and talk about it with those that are at your level and teach it to those that are below you. And this is what a healthy friend group looks like. All right, y'all. This is this week's homework. I want you to to jot a list of the five to 10 people that are closest to you and evaluate what type of friend they are. I also suggest that you make an effort to find at least one friend that is at least a level above you and the higher, the better. And take a step towards leveling up your friendship group. Well, guys, I can't tell you how important friends really are. And i I hope that you are interested in not only getting some good quality friends, but also becoming a good quality friend. And I hope that this episode helped you. Keep in mind what Proverbs 13, 12 says about who you hang out with. Whoever walks with the wise will become wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. All right, guys, I look forward to seeing you all next week on the Quality of Life podcast. Until then, Please share this episode with three people and maybe even your friends. Also, if you have an idea of something you'd like me to cover, please DM me on Instagram or Facebook, um, the Quality of Life podcast. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook and Instagram pages. And our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T H E E R I N O L S O N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life.